At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. of the nightcap on a busy busy Tuesday now Wednesday for those of you on the East Coast that is Super Bowl champ Sean King I am Tim Murray Russell Wilson you hadn't heard been under a rock today yeah he's the Denver Bronco Aaron Rodgers not going anywhere and a handful of auto bids handed out Gonzaga wins the WCC beating St. Mary's and a magical backdoor cover for those who laid the 12 and a half for those who took the 12 and a half with St. Mary's yeah, that one's a tough one to uh, to swallow. Well, we'll continue the college hoops discussion. Get back to uh, the NFL a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, one of the most, uh, one of the best follows in college basketball, especially this time of year, is uh, Jordan Majeski. He joins us right now. His follow on Twitter is Jor J O R Cubs Dan, and he joins us right now. Hey, Jordan, you do a really great job, uh, not only keeping a pulse on the big boys, but the the smaller uh, teams as well. Uh, South Dakota State gets it done tonight, the, the Jackrabbits. Uh, what is your take on South Dakota State? And if they land on the 12 line, which kind of seems where they're trending, do you think this is a, a live type of uh, dog situation with South Dakota State? Yeah, uh, absolutely. They have um, elite shot making from multiple positions. They're a little short on size, but they make up for that with uh, Wilson's speed. 
So and his mobility, so he's a matchup potential matchup problem. But yeah, they make shots, so that's the the bottom line with them. And um, you know, they, they they could absolutely beat a five or a four. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they uh, where they ultimately land. But uh, looking ahead now uh, to some of the the games and the tournaments that are uh, just about to get rolling. Uh, let's look more big pick, uh, bigger boys, and then we'll we'll hit and uh, some of the smaller ones. And actually, I want to kind of hit in the middle range uh, because I think this is a tremendous conference. Tournaments happening here in Las Vegas. It starts tomorrow uh, with the six, eleven, seven, ten, and eight, nine games respectively. But then it gets really going on Thursday. Uh, what is your take on the Mountain West? Is there any team that you find interesting when it comes to a value side? Because it feels like. You know, UNLV had their run, Wyoming. All of these teams at some point in time have gotten really red hot and have kind of cooled off too. So when you look at the Mountain West, is there any team that you're looking to fade or follow uh, come the next couple of days? Yeah, uh, like you said, the Mountain West is just loaded with teams that um, create matchup problems for each other and uh, bigger scale for um, the tournament come March. But, um, you know, San Diego State has really got the ball rolling, um, which Dutcher typically does in February and March. And, uh, you know, their only loss, uh, I think, since February has been that um, tight one uh, at Boise. So, you know, the defense is locked in, as usual, best defense in the country. Um, and they match up really well against all these dominant post players that you see in that league, um, like EK and uh, uh, Orlando Robinson. So their only problem is they're so reliant on Matt Bradley to hit just insane shots. So if he's not hitting those insane shots, which he has been for you know the better part of a month now, um, the offense can go a little haywire. But uh, San Diego State is my my pick there. But like you said, it's loaded with uh, uh, landmines. You know what? If I said all I was looking for was because we could potentially got this as their first game was UNLV not to play San Diego State until the Mountain West Championship. I have that as the Mountain West Championship game. Is that feasible? Or am I out of my mind? Yeah, I mean, uh, your UNLV has, you know, perhaps the most elite score in the um, conference and one of the you know, best one-on-one players in the country. And, of course, they're playing on their, you know, home turf there. So, yeah, UNLV is absolutely a uh, uh, a live live team to back in the Mountain West tournament. Yeah, it'll be a fun 4-5 game on Thursday afternoon at uh, at the Mountain West. So, Jordan, I think one of the things that, that people find really difficult is once you have all of the teams that are in the bracket, like trying to figure out what are some of the smaller schools – you know, that are are really live. So, luckily, we only have a few teams that have already clinched. So, out of Murray State, Georgia State, Chattanooga, Delaware, Wright State, Bryant, Gonzaga, South Dakota State, Longwood, Loyola, Chicago, and some kind of way Jacksonville State got in because of the dumbest rule (laughs) that still exists in college basketball. I know that sort of seems like a lot, but – which of those teams, maybe one, if you think it's more than that, do you think are really equipped, regardless of the matchup, to maybe win over one and a half games come tourney time? Well, um, you know, some of the uh, 
teams that have clinched already, they kind of run the gamut from very capable, like Murray State, and of course, you know, Gonzaga is uh, the odds-on favorite to win the, the whole thing. So, um, but yeah, looking at a team like Murray State, you know, they're going to be um, like they, you know, they just have elite guards that can create off the dribble. They have a very mobile big man in KJ Williams. And we saw them, um, you know, they've kind of got been a while since they've played elite competition, but they've throttled Belmont, you know, the uh, second best team in that league. And when they um, went to Memphis and won, you know, no one wins at Memphis basically. And uh, really played Auburn tight as well. So, you know, we've seen them against elite athletic competition and they, you know, uh, stood the test. So that's uh, the racers are definitely a team that, you know, they're not really flying under the radar. Of course they went undefeated in their league, but yeah, the the racers are legit. Talking to Gary Majeski, follow him on Twitter. Great follow at your Cubs, Dan on uh, Twitter and uh, uh, you know, keeps a pulse on injuries and all of those things. He's, he's really a great asset to have. Uh, just to keep a pulse on that, um, you know, one championship game tomorrow, only one, uh, and it is in the Patriot League. This is a home court situation, uh, hopefully not similar to what we saw with the Bryant-Wagner thing. Um, but Colgate is laying six and a half. Uh, lines actually moved a little bit uh, with Navy here. So Navy at Colgate, top two teams in the Patriot League meeting in Hamilton, New York tomorrow night. Uh, the Raiders, pretty elite scoring uh, but but what's your make on this game? Uh, a pretty low total as well, sitting at 127 and a half or 128. Any thoughts on uh, Navy Colgate tomorrow night? Yeah, um, you know, Navy doesn't have the shot making to Matt to like you know fight fire with fire there with uh, Colgate, but they rely on their defense, and it's you know Ed Deshellis is a uh, mastermind at shifting between you know, this trapping zone and, uh, you know, really disciplined man to man. So they didn't, um, really, they played in the final game, uh, of the regular season, uh, and then didn't play it. That was after the first matchup, which was like, you know, two months ago before that. Um, and that game didn't have a ton on the line there, but, um, they Navy has to control the pace and, just dictate the terms of the game defensively because they, they just don't have the shot making to uh, keep up with Colgate. So if they do that, you know, muck it up, they can certainly stay within the number. Talk once again to uh, Jordan Majeski. Uh, looking at some of these other, you know, conferences that are about to get going, uh, I won't break down the odds, but if anything jumps, you know, we have uh, the WAC, the Southlands, uh, the Big West, the Big Sky. The Big West is actually going on right now with UC Davis and Cal Poly, uh, the MEAC, the, uh, the uh, you know, the MAC. Is there, is there any, uh, when you look at the odds board, is there any team that you find uh, intriguing from a value perspective uh, in some of those uh, mid to, to low major conferences that are about to get started? Um, you know, I don't have the WAC odds in front of me right now, but they're, and Stephen F. Austin, SFA tied uh, atop the standings with uh, Seattle and New Mexico State. So I don't know what kind of value they have exactly, but um, I am loving them to win that conference. They've recently shifted their offensive um, structure 
They play a lot of high low ball now with uh, two bigs on the floor and the whack has not adjusted to that. And they have a uh, intense half court denial pressure defense that has, um, can really be, um, you know, hell in a tournament setting like that. So SFA, I think is, uh, I value more than New Mexico state or Seattle who they tied atop the league with. All right, that's an interesting look. I think the odds are down right now just because I believe, if memory serves me correct, did they start because they did like the quadruple buys for the higher seeds? Uh, right, this is right. What, which conferences should do, you should reward uh, your best team. So uh, we'll, we'll take an eye and keep an eye on uh, Stephen F. Austin. Hey, before we let you run uh, another conference, we're, we're just kind of going all over the place. The A-10, uh, another jumbled situation, uh, Davidson, Dayton, uh, VCU, uh, St. Bonaventure, um, you know, this will be played in Washington, D.C. in the final, you know, minute or so, Jordan, anything in the, in the A-10 to keep an eye out for? Um, I would kind of, uh, circle back to, uh, St. Bonaventure. Mm. Uh, they have a double buy, uh, so they, you know, they only play five guys. So that's really beneficial to them. They are uh, big man, uh, has had an ankle injury, so he's had some time to rest that. And they're a veteran squad that has kind of, you know, lost uh, track of this season. So, uh, you know, a regroup situation when they were favored to win that league um, preseason. And I think they could uh, get the job done there. Jordan Majeski, follow him on Twitter at Jor Cubs. Dan, a great follow uh, this time of year. Hey, Jordan, really appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. There he is, Jordan Majeski. we got to wrap things up when we come back on our little competition for conference tournaments. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcast here on VEASAN. And, folks, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Uh, the Warriors leading by 15 right now. Over <sighs> I the, am so excited. The Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, you could have just go down there and make that bet if you want. I have the app. Okay. Well, you have not here at Circa. You have the app at Station. Yeah. You need to look around. So I just have the, I have the app here at Circa, but I haven't. You're not money on it? Going from utilizing it for survivor to utilizing it to actually uh to wager on so it just takes a little i gotta fill out that paper and stuff so <laughs> i'm always balancing you know what i have going on i know you're very busy you're just here four or five hours a day you know no time no time to get on down there and hey, hey. fill it out you know hey. it's it's tough all right let's uh let's wrap things up just to just to recap we've been having a little fun here 
We'll get back to the NFL here in just a moment. But with these conference tournaments, uh, some of them underway. ACC is already underway. Um, we're doing a little competition, as we're one to do on the show. Uh, we've done the ACC, Big Ten. We've done the SEC. We've gone through the Big East, Big 12, Pac-12. And now wrapping it up with the Mountain West. And this is another shrug your shoulders, throw your hands up. I don't see it like that. I don't know. Uh, I do. I uh, don't. Well, all right, there you go. Go ahead. I feel like I know who there the you, championship game is. There you go, Captain. I think uh, the championship game is San Diego State versus UNLV. Well, J- uh, JVT, so, who so, covers the conference uh, for for the network, just walked out and said Boise State's winning the conference. So, Well, yeah, and JVT's a smart guy, but, you know. I'm the pulse of the Mountain West. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going UNLV Ugh. in a slight upset over San Diego State in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. Now, I'm going to actually wager on both teams. So my win will be slightly smaller if it's San Diego State. But I do think UNLV just dominated Wyoming on this court. I think it's a bad matchup for Wyoming. I think UNLV has probably the best player in, in the Mountain West Conference, and I think he shines in a small upset of Boise State, and then I'll be free-rolling, hopefully come Mountain West Conference championship game time because I'll have a future on San Diego State and UNLV. By the way, shop around. Uh, the odds we have right now, San Diego State's plus 330, UNLV's plus 700. Uh, I... Uh... I'm not going to make a futures wager in this conference. I it's very unpredictable, um, you know, which makes it even more value. I mean, just how because you've you you you've I felt like you've been involved <laughs> so heavily in this conference. Yeah, you know so much about it. I know, and I don't think any the worst number you can get is plus two eighty. Yeah, and and that's... so then back one of the horses. Then then they could be. What are you trying to pressure me for? I've come on this show. I gave out Bryant. We had Georgia State. We had Chattanooga. Those were all ones we liked. And I'm going to talk about one that I do like here in just a little bit. You're trying to pressure me into taking a futures bet. I don't think. I, I tried to pressure you in bet in Western Kentucky in the bowl game because you've been on them all year. I tried to pressure you every time Shaka was a road freight favorite because, you know, that was your, your stance. Like, you've been the one person when nobody else cared about the Mountain West Conference, you cared. I just. Like, I, when they didn't have food to eat. You went to Costco and made it possible that they had nourishment. When they ran out of water, you, you showed up with you go cases ahead. of water. You go ahead and now you, it's you time for you to reap your Why? rewards. Why? I, I don't think that the way the bracket breaks, I don't think there's anything that appealing out there. Boo. Can uh, we make the boo noise? Like as oh, I would I would hope our listeners would appreciate the honesty instead of, you know, me guaranteeing that uh, UNLV. I didn't guarantee. I guaranteed that Auburn is winning the SEC tourney. All right. I gave them Good my luck. Big King best long shot play, Arizona State in the Pac-12. Now, granted, that bracket did us no favors, but I figured they're going to have to potentially beat college basketball Arizona at some point anyway. From the guy who gave me the feet, gave the me Gonzaga versus the field in the West Coast Conference. Um, and took over, oh, took under one and a half. Uh, and you know what that did? Duke. That provided content for us. I was creating content. Can I finish our content here? I will go UNLV. Uh, did you do all that and then jump on my back? 
Yeah. We didn't know. I could have gone first. Oh, you we did all that and you took uh So hold on. You a second. took Providence? So you're gonna give out UNLV, but then not play the plus seven hundred? Yes. This is a competition on the show. I'm not gonna play it. Well, I will have my hard-earned money on UNLV and San Diego State. Congrats. Hopefully they both get to the final, the championship game, and we'll be free rolling. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's get a little recap here, which, by the way, uh, Sean uh, initially uh, tried to Ooh, that do boy, Wake that Forest Boy, that Sean. It? Yeah. All right. So uh, I will go Duke, Iowa, Kansas, Providence, Arizona, Arkansas, and UNLV. Sean is rolling with. He's going against this is his, sacrilegious. his Duke team because of what he saw most recently. Rutgers, Texas Tech, Providence, Arizona State. Can't believe you backed me on Providence. The original. Auburn, and then UNLV. How are you going to say when you copied my UNLV pick that we didn't know what each other was going to play and then act like I backed you with Providence? Because I was joking. You're such a hypocrite. It's, it's called a joke. Because we didn't know what we were doing. Everyone can't see your face. Somebody just hears your voice. They might not know. Your voice inflection didn't say joking. Can you just like go like out? Just go get a Coke or something like that. I got to talk to people about the big sky. All right. (laughs) Here's a bet I'm actually going to make because I believe in it. I believe in my wagers. I'm making the plays that I said. Yeah, I know. My wagers have been so terrible so far in conference. I didn't say that. Can I talk to the people? Yes. All right. I'm sorry. All right. The Big Sky Tournament. Now, what is the Big Sky? It's a conference. Okay. Basketball? Yep. Or hockey? Uh, In basketball. Okay. All right. Um, And uh, I'm rolling with Northern Colorado at 6-1 to to win the Big Sky Conference Tournament. And you look at Northern Colorado, they finished third in the conference. But Southern Utah, who finished second, it was announced today that their second-best player, Tavian Jones, is out with a fractured wrist. 14.6 points per game, 4.7 rebounds per game. You look at the top half of the bracket, uh, the better teams in the conference are in that top half. You've got Montana State, you've got Weber State, and I think the draw plays to the favor of Northern Colorado. And what intrigues me about Northern Colorado is they are by far and away the best offensive team in the conference. They're number one in offensive efficiency, number one in effective field goal percentage, number one in two-point field goal percentage, three-point field goal percentage, all in the conference. They're also top 10 in effective field goal percentage, two-point field goal percentage, three-point field goal percentage in the country. They've got dudes all over the place that can light up the, the score sheet. Dylan Kuntz, the Colorado transfer, first-team all-conference, had a big game against Arizona, 33 points per, uh, thirty-three points against the Wildcats, shoots 39% from three, 21 points per game, unanimous first-team all-conference, also makes his free throws, which I like, come tournament time. And then they've got two other guys that both are north of 40% from three-point land. So... I think Northern Colorado at 6-1, to one, the way the bracket breaks down, the fact that they've already swept Southern Utah, their likely semifinal matchup, uh, and you look at their showdowns that they've had with Montana State. They beat them once before, and the final game of the regular season, they lost on a 35-foot jumper at the buzzer. So with the offense in their favor, I'm going to roll with Northern Colorado. Now, 
what is the issue with Northern Colorado? They're terrible defensively. Absolutely wretched. Uh, 329th out of 358 in defensive efficiency. So certainly that could be a massive issue. Uh, Southern Utah still has a first-team all-contributor in, in John Knight. They have another you know, third-team all-conference player. So it's not like Northern Colorado can't lose to Southern Utah. They beat them twice already. Tavian Jones is out. Uh, but give me Northern Colorado. I think the path is nice for them to get to the championship game. It eliminates either Weber State or Montana State. And uh, and then hopefully at 6-1, to one, we're sitting in a good spot come the championship game on Saturday. I wrote it down. I mean, I don't know anything about Northern Colorado, so I'm just, I wrote it down. I will trust you on this. But I'm not guaranteeing it. That would be silly. But you don't feel as strongly as I do about Auburn winning the SEC tourney. Congratulations. Yeah. I hope they win it for you. I hope they do. Remember that time you took UNC and Wake Forest against your Dukies? Remember that? It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts like Hoops Peterson, Matt Newmans, JVT, who's going to be at the Mountain West Tournament all week long. And uh, yours truly will have insights on every key team, conference, and players to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only 19 bucks. Head over to VEASAN.com slash madness. Hey, what are you tweeting this out for, our competition here? There are like bets I'm making. <laughs> Putting it out. I there. asked for mine. I mean, I don't. Just, I, yours were included. I specifically said I'm playing all my plays, then going to sit back and enjoy them as they roll in. Well, I'm looking forward to Iowa smoking Rutgers in the quarterfinals. So that'll be a nice uh, another cigar uh, to put put away, or another bottle of cab. Do we figure out when we're ending it? Because at some point we got to pay it off. Uh, After the draft, because we got the Malik Willis draft. Well, here's the deal. <clears throat> I feel like he's losing. up until he's now. Losing. No, up until now, like I've been way more willing to venture over into your strengths and make cigar wagers than you have been willing to venture over into mine. You can turn them down. But I'm just saying. So I would say through the Stanley Cup. Because Puxtradamus loves hockey. I mean, I, I, I know that. And, and by the way, the cigar bets aren't over. We just had to pay the piper at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I'm just going to turn down every <clears throat> hockey bet that you offer me. Because, I mean, I, I'm sure we could probably get an NBA bet. But I, I respect your knowledge on hockey, and I don't know anything about it. I mean, I don't, so... 
like you're going to win some of the college basketball ones. Not some, most. Didn't you just lose tonight? Didn't you lose the most previous one? Arizona, plus two and a half, or plus four and a half, USC. Duke over under one and a half, Villanova seed. But other than that, crushing it. All right, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to the NFL. We had a busy day today. Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. Uh, this is interesting. Such so, a hater. Not a hater, I just spit, spit the facts. As someone on this show once said, I'm a news anchor, right? <laughs> I just report the just news, report baby. The news. I just report the news. Plus, you know what? The truth doesn't have emotions. It's just the truth. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Those are the truth. All right. Um, odds to win the Super Bowl by division. These odds, courtesy of Caesars. The AFC West and the NFC West are co-favorites at plus three thirty. The AFC East: Bills, Patriots. Obviously, the Jets, uh, Dolphins, plus 450. AFC North, 5-1. to one. NFC North, 7-1. to one. NFC East, 8-1. to one. AFC South, 9-1. to one. And 14-1 to one would be the NFC South. So, Russell Wilson, now a member of the AFC West. You get Denver. You get Kansas City. You get the Chargers. And you get the Raiders. At plus 330. The NFC West, you have a terrible team in the Seahawks, but you also get the defending Super Bowl champs in the Rams. You get the 49ers uh, and the Cardinals, who may or may not have a quarterback. What were they tweeting Mina Kimes for today? That was bizarre. Um, anything intrigue you here? Yeah, there are two that kind of jump out. The Got first it. one would be the AFC North, just because I get Baltimore, who I think has a legit shot. Yeah. To win it, and I also get potentially Pittsburgh, and you get the team who won the AFC a last competent year. quarterback. Remember, I'm, I'm a fade. I am Cincinnati too, but next you still year, get right? Them but I there. get them as well, right? And you know, this is going to sound ex- extremely strange to people, but I take the fourteen to one on the NFC South. I'm just telling you, New Orleans has an elite defense. Hmm. As it stands, they're going to get Michael Thomas back. There's no way they're going to start the year with the quarterback room looking like it looks now. I don't know who that player will be, but they aren't that far removed now, especially on defense. They, they, they're, they're Super Bowl caliber defense. When fully healthy, they have Alvin Kamara and Mike Thomas, who are Super Bowl caliber skill guys. The Bucks will make some moves. Bruce Arians didn't come back to at age Jesus, you know, to coach a six-win Bucks team, like they're going to exhaust every opportunity to to make this a championship caliber team. And, you know, you say what you want about the Panthers. If they can figure quarterback out, I mean, it makes sense. Well, if they got and, Kirk and, Cousins. I mean, it still makes sense. It's an upgrade from where they're at. And the only reason that I use the NFC South is because these teams, at least Tampa and Carolina, have cap space. Mm-hmm. New Orleans has figured out how to create cap space every year, and they're all teams that are looking to win right now. So they're all three going to be exhausting every possibility to create a championship-caliber roster by the time we get to the start of next season. So I just think 14-1, to 1, you know, hmm. I mean, give me that. I mean, give me, I'll take it. Just remember how old Bruce Aarons is. He's old. He didn't come back. Age Jesus. Yeah, age Jesus. I mean, he didn't come back just to 
you know, be the head guy of, of a five, six win team. Like Tampa is going to do everything they can to turn this roster into one that compete for the championship because they have so much momentum. So you have to think about this. Tampa was completely irrelevant. Like they had over a decade of com- failure after failure after failure. You get a guy sending Brady. Now you become again, one of the most talked about recognizable, bigger brands in the national football league. And all of a sudden you're not going to let that just fade away. So looking at this, and I know it's I'm, – I'm not trying to be chalky or anything like that, but let's just talk about the AFC West here for a moment. So you get the Chiefs who are – and I'm just using DraftKings, but most plots, they're the second favorite to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. behind the Bills. You get the Broncos now, probably a bit overvalued at 12-1, to 1, but still you get the Broncos. You get your favorite coach, Brandon Staley, but another year of Justin Herbert. They missed the playoffs, but still – High ceiling potential. And look, I don't believe in the Raiders, but they still made the playoffs last year. So all four of those teams, if you look at their odds to win the Super Bowl, and the Raiders are 60 to 1, so that's a bit long. You get the Chiefs, you get the Broncos, and the Chargers. So I think that's kind of intriguing. The AFC East is at plus 450. I, I, don't, I wouldn't make that bet. Because I don't... You're just basically back in the Bills. Right. Which so would why be would better I, off just taking them individually. Exactly. Right. Do you think the Patriots can win the Super Bowl? No. Not I as don't. they sit. And I don't think so right. either. So I wouldn't make that bet. I think when you make the AFC West bet, I think legitimately three of those teams can win the Super Bowl. What about the NFC West? I don't think the Cardinals can win it. <clears throat> I know the Seahawks can't win it. I think the Rams and 49ers can, but I, I'm curious... I know the Rams are all running. I don't like that because I think you're just betting the Rams, so you might as well bet them. I just think there are too many unknowns with Trey Lance to put 49ers and Super Bowl contender in the yeah, same sense. So I, I don't like the the NFC West. I think that I think the AFC West should be the rightful favorite because, in my opinion, three of those teams are legit Super Bowl contenders. And I know the Cardinals were the last unbeaten, yada yada yada. But they, look, how's things going down there right now? Not so great. Do they have a quarterback? I mean, I wouldn't I be surprised if one of these days we wake up and see Kyler Murray's name where Russell Wilson's name is. I do like your uh, AFC North, though. Yeah. Because I'm with you on the Ravens. Uh, Pittsburgh, you're a little bit higher than I am on Pittsburgh. But it's still a playoff team. Who are they going to have at quarterback? They're certainly not going to roll with, who is it right now? Uh, Rudolph? Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, or Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Rudolph, okay. the red-nosed reindeer. So they're going to have someone in there. Is it Jimmy G? Is it Kirk Cousins? Who knows? Here's the deal. Well, whoever, it's an upgrade off of Big Ben last I agree. year. So, I mean, they made the playoffs with Big Ben, with Cincinnati being as good as they were. Unless they go... I don't think they would go rebuild, but do they go Malik Willis and then uh, a stopgap? I don't know, but I do agree. I think to me, the two ones that the the two that interest me, it's chalky, but I would roll the AFC West because I think there's three teams in there that legitimately can win the Super Bowl, and I think the AFC North. Even though I'm with you, I think the Bengals are a bit of a fade. You're still getting them as a team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they've been there before. They like my NFC South. Huh? The Ravens. You have to do a little harder to convince me on the uh, mm. NFC South. But uh, that's pretty – I like that. 14-1. to 1. I like that. Hey, look, a 14-1 to 1 bet is only as good as a 14-1 to 1 bet if it cashes. True. It could just be a 
Throwing the throw a piece of hundred dollar bill out the window. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We'll wrap things up. Take a look at the college basketball slate tomorrow. It is the nightcap here on DC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Game on. Play the Yingling Bracket Battle and bring the goods. Make your college hoop picks before the tournament's first tip off and take a free shot at a share of $60,000 in cash prizes head to draftkings.com slash yingling now to join the action yingling logger up bring the goods terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details wrapping things up here on the nightcap that is sean king i am tim murray a busy day and scott seidenberg will have plenty more of it uh before we wrap up and get some college basketball thoughts just final thoughts Russell Wilson to the Broncos, Seahawks in rebuild mode, and the Packers are keeping Aaron Rodgers. Well, I think it's a, a great trade that I think is extremely beneficial for both organizations, and I think very rarely can you say that. Denver wants to be in win-now mode. Russell Wilson puts them in win-now mode. We'll see. Are there supplementary pieces? Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, um, Javion Williams, you know, we'll see if these guys are ready for prime time because now there are no excuses. They have the quarterback. Can the rest of those guys continue to elevate their production and performance? And we'll see. Very tough division, but also very talented roster. And if you're Seattle, this gets you out of neutral. You got 10 great years from Russell Wilson. You're not in a position to allow him the platform to compete for a championship this upcoming season. So why not move on? You got a boatload of picks in return, two ones, two twos, and three young players that are all going to, well, at least two of the players are going to start for you. Hopefully there's competition at the quarterback spot. And if Drew Locke changes scenery was what he needed, we'll find out. But it's a hard reset for an organization that made a devastating trade for Jamal Adams that had really wiped them clean of some valuable draft assets. So it, it replenishes, you know, that portfolio for the Seahawks. So I like it for both sides. You know, uh, Russell got what he wanted. He got to go to a contender so that he can end his career, hopefully with the opportunity to compete for and potentially win a Super Bowl. And Seattle got what they wanted in return, a fresh start in a lot of ways. Uh, as we saw, Bobby Wagner also released mm -hmm. by the Seahawks. I wouldn't be surprised if some other high-priced veterans on that Seahawks roster are either moved or released, as well as Pete Carroll, who is as old as Jesus as well, decides to rebuild. Yeah. Just uh, shocked me. It is. That was the only shocking part of this, is that someone at Pete Carroll's age would decide to basically start over. Yeah, I agree. Um, so... Crazy day. Uh, it was funny. Uh, there were a lot of uh, a lot of jabs being uh, had at Broncos fans for about an hour because Aaron Rodgers was staying pat, and uh, then they get Russell Wilson. 
So I'm uh, so sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's not going anywhere. He's staying. I don't know how what the contract is, but uh, it doesn't matter. He is staying there. Uh, you know, the next time I want to hear Aaron Rodgers' name, and I'm going to say this: I'm not, I'm not going to call him Aaron Rodgers until this happens. He's just AR. AR. Yeah. Okay. The Green Bay Packers are playing in the Super Bowl. You're not going to call him Aaron Rodgers nope, until, until right. the Green Bay, because nothing else matters for him. That's true. I mean, when you look at his legacy, the skill is there, the talent is there. All people are going to say, well, you look at those Green Bay teams, they were pretty darn talented. Only one Super Bowl appearance so far in AR's entire NFL career, in spite of three regular season NFL MVP awards, still only one Super Bowl appearance. They did win, beat Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Here we sit 12 years later, and he has not been able to get them back to that championship game. So at this point, I mean, it's all or nothing for him. It's sort of like Michael Jordan after a certain period. You know, it wasn't Eastern Conference Finals. You know, it wasn't scoring leader. It wasn't defensive first team or all it was all about titles and I think that's where Aaron Rodgers is all right as we wrap up the show let's take a look AR my bad <laughs> cigar bet you do not uh make that uh, not intentionally <laughs> I'll correct myself if I do all right let's take a look at the uh at the board tomorrow uh big conference is starting we have one championship game as you see uh Navy at Colgate Games start early here out in Vegas, 9 a.m. local time in Brooklyn. It'll be Syracuse and Florida State. We do have a line on this one. That's the 8-9 matchup. Got Florida State laying a point in this game against the Cuse. Um, you know, it's funny. You had a you had a, a great take, and, and it was a winner uh, when it came to, uh, to the ACC. I, I have no real take on, uh, on Syracuse. Florida State tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. I just don't feel like I have to bet it, so I won't. I don't really have a strong opinion either way. If you made me bet it, I would take Syracuse. Um, I just don't look at Florida State as a great jump-shooting team, so that's kind of what Syracuse forces you to do. The problem is, I mean, if Boheim's son's not hitting shots, I don't know you know, where Syracuse always gets a lot of production from, so I probably would leave that game alone. Yeah, uh, no line yet on Boston College Wake Forest. As long as that line's under double digits, I love Wake Forest. Ken Palm has it at nine. Uh, I think it might be a little steamed up. Uh, if it comes out eight, eight and a half, I'm all over it. All right. Uh, so you, you love Wake Forest. I don't yes. know what it is with you and Wake Forest. They're not that good. Some people like good teams, some don't. I mean, you know they're like an 11 seed, right? Mm-hmm. You, you think Villanova stinks, who's a three seed. But uh, Wake Forest is great because they've beaten exactly who? Um, what about your Arizona State Sun Devils tomorrow? Of course I like them. Laying three and a half against uh, Stanford. Probably not a team I'm going to wager on as a favorite in the Pac-12 conference because I have them at 101 and 50. To, just, you got to shop this number around. Circa has it currently at, what is it, 100 to 1? 110 to 1. 110 to 1. So there's no need for me to bet them in a the game as a favorite. I'll wait until they're underdog in the second game. Versus Arizona, but I love Arizona State here. Uh, I like Oregon State a little bit. Uh, catching nine and a half against Oregon. Oregon just played horribly down the stretch. Yes, backing a team that went what three and 
27. But you look at some of the games that Oregon State played, obviously they have uh, some uh, luck here in the T-Mobile Center. They won the tournament last year. Um, and I just, man, the way Oregon State has been playing, or Oregon has been playing. Oregon State so here's my had advice. some close games. Washington State, Washington. Here's my advice. Double overtime against USC, yes. As a person that has bet Oregon State, mm-hmm. if you bet this game, do not watch it. <laughs> Because I, I think you're on the right side, but I'm just telling you, Oregon State plays some of the dumbest basketball I've ever seen well, they at are times during the game, and it will frustrate you to a level of frustrativity that you do not need to go to. So if you wager with Oregon State, it's best just not to watch the game. All right. Yes. I will, uh, I will, I will note it. They're not one of those underdogs that make you feel good. They're one of those underdogs, and you're like – Ooh, if I could pull everybody's scholarship right now, I'll pull it mid-game. Um, I was thinking about taking some points with Butler tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Butler's getting a little healthier. Uh, they've they've got you know Bryce Z back, uh, but they're catching five and a half. Xavier has not been playing well down the stretch. If I had to play it, I'd probably roll Butler plus the five and a half. I uh, might ultimately stay off this one. But. No opinion. I can't get Butler right. If I can fade them, they, they win outright. If I back them, they lose by 20. So I'll sit this one out. Uh, I'll give you one game that uh, is not on our list there that uh, that intrigues me. I took a long shot flyer on UTEP to win yeah. the uh, I had that in my notes. The CUSA uh, at 60 to 1. Took a little flyer on them. I think they win tomorrow, obviously. I think Jared liked them. Uh, yeah, he might have got that for me. Yeah. Um, they play Are you. They they play Old Dominion, uh, and uh, I'm gonna lay the one and a half with UTEP here Ooh, in Serbia. That's a stinky line. I can't believe you're falling for it. You have 18 and 12 UTEP playing 13 and 18 Old Dominion, and UTEP's favored by minus one and a half. You would normally say that is a stinky line. Now I'm with you on the UTEP hype. I think they're better. But I didn't like the line. I feel better if that line was three and a half, four. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's going to be up. It's going to. It's starting to steam. Is up. that not a stinky line? I don't know. I, yeah. Usually in CUSA's, I don't. Uh, That's true. Usually. But Old Dominion is five games below five hundred on the year now. So. And then uh, finally, we do have a championship game tomorrow: Colgate and Navy. The Raiders taking on the Midshipmen. Uh, these two teams closed out the regular season playing against each other. This is a home court situation. This game will be in Hamilton. New York, uh, the Raiders have not lost a conference game since January 28th. I will not play this game. I have a future on Colgate to wrap up a three-leg parlay. But I think Colgate gets it done. But wouldn't be surprised if Navy, great coaching with Ed DeCellis, keeps it close. All right, that's going to do it for our show. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Nightcap.